and it's the very last day of January 2022. Literally the very last day and how apropos that it's leadership because I feel like now this is the big lead in to the new month of February. Ooh, I like that. that. That's good. That's good. So uh, January wasn't a bad month for me. It really, it, it, it definitely wasn't. So normally I'd be like, bye ye, but not today. For those who are resolution oriented, goal oriented, how's everyone doing? Jim or David, I was going to, I called you Jim. I was getting ahead of myself. <laughs> How is the gym looking? Has it thinned I out? I knew where you were going. Yes. Yeah. I, did I, I think I told you offline that the, the, the resolutioners drive me fucking crazy. Yes. Because there's this new influx and the, the machines I want to be on are clogged. Yep. But by now it starts to dissipate. Yeah. It, it, sadly, it's usually by about the third week. But right now I'm, in, I'm almost back to normal. A few of the new faces have stuck around. But okay, for the good. most part, they're gone. And they also happen to be the ones that are, oh, this guy over there, he doesn't have his shoes on. Oh, he's working out without his mask on again. <laughs> they, they, then they disappear. And I'm like, okay, bye. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of bye, bye to January and rude. Yes. Let's get started. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> we're ready. We're, we're primed and ready. Rude, regardless of hierarchy, is still rude. Yep. Today is an emotion provoking topic. <laughs> and you and I had this conversation and I said, oh, I've got to put this into a podcast. And for the, for the leaders that are out there, this could actually be a revelation. I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping it's just a simple reminder of what not to do if you want to maintain morale amongst your team. And often it's not the grandiose things, right? The, the going to axe throwing and, and you know, with lumberjack shirts that over, over the top gestures that win over or maintain your team's satisfaction with your leadership. It's the small gestures and the, dare I say it, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Yes. Right. And I, and I feel like this is for the leaders out there. I feel like a lot of the leaders, a lot of the higher ups are the worst offenders. Yep. Absolutely. The, especially the older school leadership, right? And those are the folks that they take their leadership, they take their extra power, should I say, and they flex it. And that's the worst thing you can do. It actually shows that it's a, you have a weakness in your leadership to flex. If you need to flex, you have no real authority among your team, period. It's so true. Yeah. And, and you know, Michelle, it's been a while. It's, it's probably time to refresh people on the lesson that I grew up with, the, the one that I learned that all of our tribal members in the Choctaw Nation growing up, get this lesson. And it's the lesson of the rattlesnake. And you, you've seen my ceremonial outfits. It's on my speaker sheet. And, I, and when I do go out and speak, oftentimes I'm wearing one of the ceremonial tribal shirts and it has all of our gear has diamonds on it. And oftentimes nobody asks if there's any significance. There's usually significance in anything that the Choctaw do. And it's all over. It's predominant on most of our clothing, especially the ceremonial tribal uh, garb. And so the, the, the diamond pattern isn't just for looks. It's in honor of our brother, the diamondback rattlesnake. This snake has one of the most powerful venoms in the world. And yet, while it could use it to become the king of all land, 
it chooses only to use it for sustenance and survival. Mm. And so this parable translates nicely to so many things that humanity encounters on a daily basis. And I keep it close to my heart at all times and not, not to insult the intelligence or spoon feed our wise listeners, but the application to leadership is that if you're given the elevated position and that power, you shouldn't have to abuse it to establish your authority. Amen. Yep. And you should never use your power to take advantage or do something that others aren't allowed to do. You are a brother and a sister to your planet mates. You shouldn't flaunt your status. Mm, so beautifully said. And this is Thank you. coming like it's it's such a it's such a good explanation. And the story here that you're about to share is I know it's a shared pet peeve of ours. Yep. So I love the gentleness of this story, the the background, and that now you're getting into like the meat of your story that just is like is a 180 of what you kind of just inspired. Right. And it's those subtle little things that, that we talk about that could be continuous game changers for leaders and they may not even know that they're doing it, right? So the pet peeve that Michelle and I are referring to, the thing that we were kind of joking about after the last session is when bosses barge into a conversation as if the queen has arrived (laughs) or officer on deck, right? And you drop everything and salute. And and then they, they come into the conversation, you and one of your compadres who are both subordinates to this person with authority and the, the authority figure says, I don't mean to interrupt, but yep. it's like, motherfucker. You know what I've witnessed on top of that um, when this happens? Because it happens daily to people. Oh, no bother. Go ahead. And I'm thinking, what? It's like yeah. a double whammy to me. Is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'd like to turn around and say, yeah, you did. Yeah, yep. you meant to interrupt because you did it. It's, it's the, the nonverbal is what I have to say is far more important than you peasants have to say. Yes. I fucking hate that. And how about, how about even the, the, the ones that just stand there as you're talking? So you're forced to literally look over as if like you're welcoming them to interrupt your conversation. Right. I had a boss once who otherwise was a good boss and she would stand there in the doorway and engage in the conversation non-verbally by over-exaggeratingly shaking her head yeah, in the that. affirmative. <laughs> oh my God. You know what the, the non-verbal communication is? Move it along. Yep. Move along the conversation because I am patiently waiting for you to finish whatever insignificant thing you have on your mind <laughs> right? so that I can give you something more important to think about. Oh, it's so demeaning. But I mean, and I just wanted to like, okay, do you need something? I mean, that's really what I would, would want to say to her. You know, what can, can I help you? Right. And this is such a phenomenon out there. It happens all the time. And so when I was thinking of the word phenomenon, that's what comes to mind. And it's interesting. The definition of that is a fact or situation that is observed to exist or happen, especially one whose cause or explanation is in question. Interesting. And I think it is such a phenomenon that people do this. For me, the phenomenon aspect comes from how fucking common it is. Yes. There hasn't been a situation where I haven't seen it happen. Even I'm catching my managers doing it. I'm like, okay, don't do that because what you're actually doing right now 
is a nonverbal hierarchical flex. That's what I call it. Ooh. It's it's a it's a it's a very convoluted term for basically what you're doing is you're you're trying to piss further than they are. It's a pissing contest. Yes. Don't do that. You are their brother and sister. You're not. Take remove yourself. Pull back that venom. You you don't need to use that. It makes you look weaker. It's a show of disrespect. And you know what? It's flat out annoying. <laughs> right. So how can they trust you as a leader when you're showing weakness by not having the decency to treat them like a respected human being? And there goes your morale. Yeah. You can hear the toilet flush now. There goes your morale. You, you, you've done so many good things to boost the morale. And then with a few poorly chosen gestures, you're flushing it all down the toilet. You're telling them your time isn't as important as mine is. Exactly. I mean, do you see how much we're milking out of this with just a single gesture? How many things that are extrapolated from that simple gesture and you haven't even opened your mouth? Or in the case where you're, you're saying... Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but that you, you're being perceived in, in, in a multifaceted way and it's, none, of it's, none of it's good. Right. <laughs> none and, of it's good. And so think about the leader who is constantly pulling their hair, hair out going, why doesn't my team get it? Why is the morale so low? It's like right. those little things. Which leads me to my final question of the day. The question that I have for you and the audience is when do you think it's okay to interrupt and disrespect your teammates or the people that report to you? And if you had an answer other than never, (laughs) we can certainly help you fix that. Michelle, I hear the homework bell going off. What do we have today? David, we can only assume that everyone is exposed to this phenomenon repeatedly every day, most days. If this too bothers you, and I sure hope it does, Come up with an antidote for this serious oral virus that's happening right now. (laughs) And make sure you have something in your back pocket to address it in real time. And I want to also add, if this is something that doesn't bother you to the core, I have to tell you, you, my friend, are very enlightened. (laughs) Teach me. (laughs) On the flip side, if you are the leader, if you are the manager and you're doing it, you don't see anything wrong with it re-listen to the podcast and or do your own research ask your staff be this this would actually dig you out and say you know geez i recognize that i have this strange behavior that's been brought to my attention from two bright people named michelle and david that perhaps (laughs) i'm offending you guys by this behavior i want to follow my own sword and i want to ask the source does it bother you when i come into the office and you're having a conversation and i just kind of stand there and shake my head as if Okay, let's speed this up. I have something to say. Or when I ask, or when I say, I don't mean to interrupt, but are those things that trigger you? How about not even asking if? How about on a scale of one to 10, how bad does it bother you? <laughs> That's true, because you're going you're to get more than a, a, a one. Yes. <laughs> and I bet people would be like, damn, that guy is like, or that gal is, is super self-disclosive and even to the point of self-deprecative that they would ask our opinion on their behavior, you would win so much bonus points. You'd be back into the green or back into the black or whatever it is, the terminology that you use. I think that's a brilliant strategy. So you can repair yourself in this homework 
by going back and admitting and apologizing and never doing it again. Ever. Bada bing. There it is. <laughs> David. The bill's I'm... in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're welcome. David, I want everyone to get out there and fly that kite. I don't mean to interrupt, but Yako Key. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>